Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of here and now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. here and now this is thea your host hostess host hmm steward stewardess wait person waitress wait staff huh how's that work these days anyway i'm on the corner right now of here and now and uh yeah so today is episode 2.21 by my notes here, it'd be episode 22. Means we're 22 in, 30 to go. Today's December 1st of 2020, so we are totally heading into the home stretch of 2020. And um, you know, I don't want to get into like what's going on in the world too much, but you know. The end of the year isn't necessarily going to change anything. Things are going to stay the same, right? There's still going to be a virus. There's still going to be crazy politics. There's still going to be all kinds of stuff, right? We may even be, as individuals, sitting in the same place at the end of the year that we were a month ago or two months ago or in March or whatever. Interesting. Right? Just because the calendar clicks over to January 31st doesn't mean anything has changed. <sighs> kind of a bummer, right? So I say that to say this. Um, what is a way or how could we um, do things that we know will help us, that we know will get us the results that we're looking for. And I was listening to a podcast, believe it or not. Those of you who know me know I listen to podcasts uh, a lot. And um, Matthew McConaughey has a new book out. I believe it's called Green Lights. I have not read it. But I've listened to several podcasts with him on, you know, with him as the guest. And he's, you know, obviously promoting his book. But, um, you know, he's telling these same stories over and over again. And um, so I've I've heard a couple of them several times now. Um, And he had a really interesting thing that really jumped out at me. So apparently... And you guys can go research this or whatever. But apparently, Matthew McConaughey has been keeping a journal since he was about 15 years old. Religiously, the guy has kept a journal. Um, and so this book that he's written is based on the stories in his journal and his life experiences and blah, blah, blah. And remember, he's Matthew McConaughey, right? Two things jumped out at me 
um, listening to him talk about his book and his life and his journals <clears throat> and stuff like that that really grabbed me. And one of them was um, he said that the journals weren't just a way for him to uh, – of course, you know, with journaling, you get your feelings and your thoughts and your dreams and it out on paper. Um, I know that for me personally it's a way to get the, the craziness out of my head and onto paper so I don't have to think about stuff quite as obsessively. That works really well for me. <clears throat> it's a way to, for us to document our hardships and our good times and stuff like that. And that's what he said. He said, and I'm, this is a loose quote, the journals are a record of when things are going right. <laughs> a record of when things are going right. Holy cow. So this is interesting, right? So if we were keeping a journal, or even if you're somebody that's done a lot of step work, or maybe you've taken a couple trips through the steps, in a way, you have documentation of your life, at least during a chunk of time. And if we're writing on some level, we could have a record of when things were going right. And I use the word right loosely as well um you could say when they're going well when you're happy whatever and then we could look back at it and say oh look i was doing xyz and now i'm not doing xyz and i feel like crap holy cow so this could be used as like a huge tool and even yesterday when we were talking about giving ourselves a chance Right, And we talked about how there's certain things that we can do, the food we eat, our exercise, our sleep, our hydration, going to meetings, being of service, spending time with inspiring people, you know, like all, this, all these things that we can do. And if we're uh, logging that, making a, a journal of it, chronicling it, whatever, um, then when we get off the beam and we start to go sideways, we have a record of what we've done right, so to speak. What was I doing when things were going well? You know, was I ha what, was, what was happening? What was I doing when I felt really happy? When I felt good? Who was I surrounded with? Um... Wow, these are like really awesome, powerful questions. So instead of journaling or step work always being a maybe negative thing, like if you're making a gratitude list, obviously, um, you know, those are things to be grateful for and they can lift us up. And, you know, depending on what you're listening to or who you're listening to, um, you know, it we talk about raising our vibration, right? Like, being in gratitude and love and happiness, these are all very high vibration uh, feelings, emotions, states of being. Whereas things like anger and resentment, blame, that type of stuff is all very low vibration. So we tend to attract, right? Like a, a high vibration person is not going to want to be around a low vibration person. In a lot of ways, vice versa, because... Um, you know, misery loves company. 
but happiness and gratitude loves company too. That's kind of a, I, I, dig, I digress, I digress, but, um, you know, these are, these are inter- interesting nuggets that we can get from people that aren't in recovery too. The other, th- or the other, yeah, I'll tell you the other thing. The other thing I got from a lot of the, um, interviews I've listened to recently with Matthew McConaughey is that he, uh, he's really, he doesn't need a lot of instant gratification. Um, he can delay gratification. He's in stuff for the long haul. And that's huge, you guys. Like, that's a, I know for me, that's a real tough thing. Like, I like instant gratification. I like to feel good right now. Um, I like to cut the grass because I can turn around and I can see those nice lines I make in the grass. To me, that's instant gratification. Um, I'm not going to save money. I'm going to go out to eat and buy a nice meal, right? Like, I'm, I'm, um, I'm all about right here, right now, probably a little too much so. So that was another interesting thing with um, listening to those interviews with him about delaying gratification because I know that for myself and for a lot of other addicts, I know that that's a, that's a big issue for us and for me is having the ability to look ahead and be in stuff for the long haul and not have to... Um, yeah, just have that instant instant hit, um, and so so that's a that's a a really interesting thing. It's something I've been thinking about a lot, and I've been thinking a lot about this whole idea of dissecting our successes and being able to look back and really pay attention to what I was doing when I was happy and things were going well. Was I going to meetings? Was I exercising? Like we talked, this is a lot of the stuff we talked about yesterday. Was I exercising? Who was I spending time with? Um, was I commuting a lot? Was Did my job have a big commute? A lot of times people aren't happy when they have a big commute. They can even kind of like their job or whatever. Maybe they get paid good. But to commute is a, is a beast. And that's not good. Um, commutes can kill the best, best of us. Um, what else? Maybe you don't like where you were living. Maybe you were living in an apartment instead of a house. Maybe you weren't spending a lot of time outside in nature. Everything was inside. That can play a big role with where you live. Are you living in North Dakota or are you living in San Diego? Big difference, right? Most of the year is cold and snowy and everything. Or are you out in the sunshine and doing that? That goes back to that whole outdoors thing. Are you getting sun on your skin? Are you spending time in the outdoors? Um, is your intimate relationship good with your spouse or your just your significant other boyfriend, girlf- girlf- girlfriend? How is that going? Um, are you keeping promises to yourself? Are you following through? Uh, how much self-integrity do you have? So again, <clears throat> these are the things, right? Like I said, it goes back to the stuff that we were talking about yesterday. In in recovery, am I am I calling my sponsor? Am I going to meetings? Am I helping another addict? Am I uh, you know working on my step work? Am I doing a question a day, or am I sitting down at a certain time once a week and and answering a few questions? Um, you know, are my 
keeping up with my step work. I had an, a conversation with a sponsee last week, and one of the things we talked about was that she had gotten stagnant in her step work, meaning she had started it and was all gung-ho, but then at some point it dropped off, and now, you know, it's stuff she wrote about is almost irrelevant, right? And so it doesn't really mean anything now. And so I think sometimes if we go too slow through our step work, we can get bogged down instead of keeping up a really nice, steady pace. The last couple of times I've gone through the steps, I've done them in less than a year, right? Just boom, 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 boom. And just keeping up with that, keeping on top of it, keep moving through it, don't get stagnant, Um super important and then even in between step working times what am i doing am i um am i reading spiritual literature so that's another thing like if i'm dissecting the things uh when i'm things are going well if i'm dissecting the successes <clears throat> you know um Am I, am I meditating? Am I praying? So what's my spiritual life like? Am I seeking? Right? Eleventh step. And am I continuing to seek? Tenth step. Am I doing a continuous inventory? Um, I know that when I'm not, you know, and I'll be honest, I haven't been praying or meditating much over the last several months. And I can tell. I can tell a difference. I know that I could be in a lot better place um, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, if I would do that. <laughs> um, so, wow, what a powerful tool to be able to look at, look at some of this stuff. And then, um, I was again, another podcast, sorry guys, um, or not sorry, sorry, not sorry. I was listening to a podcast with, uh, um, Blake Mayakoski. He is the, uh, he, Tom's shoes like he invented Tom's shoes um those of you who know I'm sure everyone out there knows Tom's shoes um I was listening to a podcast with him last week and he's another one he's been keeping journals since he was 14 like what I mean I've journaled on and off but I've I have not kept a consistent journal since I was 14 holy cow um but he kind of had the same thing like his question was more, what was I doing when I was happy? You know, what did that look like? And so, you know, you've got a couple really successful people here that are able to utilize this. And I think we could pick this up at any time. So uh, obviously we, I can't go back to when I was 14 and, and start a journal. But I can look back at my successes right now and go, okay, what was I doing during that time? And I can tell you and... Those of you out there, you know, we could do the same thing. We could even look back and journal about those instances. What was I doing when I was doing well in school? What was I doing when my business was successful? What was I doing when my recovery was going really, really well? And I can look at that stuff and I can dissect it and say, oh, I was doing X, Y, Z and this and that. And, And then I can go back. Those pieces might not totally fit back into my life right now but they could in some way right there's some way or form or shape that they could fit back in my life and that's the thing there it's not that hey I don't need to meditate anymore 
but meditation can fit into my life in a different way now or whatever it is, exercise or uh, my food habits and stuff like that. So um, I just think that this could be a really, really cool tool. And I know in Narcotics Anonymous, we talk a lot about assets. What are our assets? If you have a sponsor that's not doing assets with you, um, you need to find one. it's, it's super important. Uh, one of the things I've done with um, when I was doing a lot of groups at the treatment centers was I would have them, you know, write down their assets. It was like a group exercise that we would do is I want, I want 10 assets. The other thing I had people do sometimes was I, I want to know about 25 accomplishments you've had in your life. 25. And we've all got them. I know 25 sounds like a lot, but if you really dig 25 accomplishments, we can all come up with them. And it was amazing sometimes who was in that room. We had one lady that that went to Julie Juilliard. She was like a flute player or something, and she'd been to to Julie Juilliard and had played at Lincoln Center in New New York, New York, and um, very accomplished musician. And I didn't, you know, wow. Um, so we are very capable of doing things and being successful and it's such a beautiful thing y'all and um i think we all deserve the opportunity we all deserve the chance and we all have choices that we can make and i'll be honest i'm not always good at making good choices like I've said before, I think half the reason why I'm doing this podcast is so I can I can hear the podcast, right? So I can hear myself saying this stuff. And all 27 of my listeners can um, hopefully get something out of this too. So, yeah, if you're struggling right now, if there's something's going on and you're not happy in your life or you're you're struggling through a specific thing, look back and say, when was I successful at this? Or it doesn't even have to be the same thing, right? It could be something different, but you can apply some of those same principles to the thing that you're struggling with when we look back and say, what was what was I doing when I was happy? What was I doing when things were going well? Let me dissect my successes and see um, see what was happening there. So that's what I have today. I had a crazy day. Um, I'm tired and, um, life is just life sometimes y'all. We just gotta, just gotta do it. That's it. So anyway, I hope everyone's doing well out there and, um, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace out. All right, everyone. That's another episode of the corner of here and now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. The song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on the corner of here and now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out.